Is Iceland on your bucket list? It's much, much more than the land of ice and snow. Stay with us. Our guest today is Beth Schulberg of Cruise and Travel Specialists of Lake Oswego, Oregon. Beth and her team of expert travel advisors have been meeting the needs of their clients since 2002. Together with her husband, Pete, they are avid world travelers, and as her company tagline states, we know because we go, they have a wealth of knowledge to share. Welcome, Beth. Thank you, Ken. Thanks for having me. Today, we're going to be talking about Iceland as a, destina as a destination. Is there anything, but just before we get to that, is there anything that you might like to add about um, your background and what you and your team of travel advisors do? Well, oh, I could talk it for an hour about that. But um, <laughs> what I what we do is we make dreams come true for people who are willing to pay for our expert advice. Right. So right. Um, we we're a fee based agency. We have been most places in the world, so we can bring to you the knowledge and the experience and the expertise to make your trip flawless. Yeah, and you know that's something that's really worth it in this day and age because. Pe People in this new world of travel that we're in are of an expert travel advisor to, to navigate the, the intricacies of travel in the age of COVID, yeah, well, never, right? Never more than um, COVID did people realize that because it's easy to be a travel agent order taker, but when everything starts to cancel and you need to get your money back, that's when our real expertise shined through because we were right. the ones waiting yeah. on the phone for hours fighting for people's refunds. Yes. Yeah. So Beth, Iceland's in the news of late as one of the destinations that's open for travel. And I know that I know that I think you've, you've been to Iceland. So my first question is really, why Iceland? Well, Iceland is a beautiful destination. Um, it's unlike any place you've ever seen. It is the second largest island in Europe, and 11% of the of the country is glaciers. So it's beautiful. It's got the terrain um, is gorgeous. It's got volcanoes and waterfalls and geysers or geysers. I'm not sure. Yeah, geysers, um, black sand beaches, streaming lava fields. It is just a sight to behold. What are the, if I wanted to go to Iceland, what do you, what do you recommend as the, um, the types of vacation that would take, take a person to Iceland? Do we get there by cruise? Do we do a land tour? Well, um, first off, yeah, I want to say that 80% um, of Iceland is uninhabited. And so a wonderful way to see the entire island is to take a 10-day tour by self-driving car, which we put together for you with the hotels and the tours. Or you can go on a tour that someone else will drive you. Or you can take a um, small ship cruise around the circumference of it. Uh, okay. Some of the cruise lines will stop in Iceland for a day or two, but you're really not going to see much of Iceland in a day or two. It's right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's just not, it's not one of these one destinations that you can pack into a couple of hours. You no, really need, you re really need to spend some time. Right. You need yeah. to spend time. And most people do spend time. I mean, yeah, Iceland air has made it very easy because if you go, if you fly through Iceland on your way to or from Europe, you can stay up to a week and they don't charge you anymore for your um, flights. 
Oh, friends. So they're they're really looking to increase the tourism business, obviously. Oh yeah, they've been they've been doing that for probably the last ten or fifteen years. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So in terms of Iceland, I've heard of a few of the um, sights and sounds and things to do, but you know, you were there, Beth. What what were some of what were some of the highlights for you? Well, I want to say I was there in January. (laughs) So (laughs) I was invited by Iceland Air to go visit Iceland. This is about. I don't know, probably seven years ago to check it out. Um, And while it was cold, it was bearable. You know, I mean, um, I'm from Oregon, so it does get cold here too. Um, Some of the highlights for me were going into the town of Reykjavik. Uh, We were there on a weekend. And uh, during the weekend that we were there, the parties or the bars open up at 1 a.m., that is when things get started and they close at six. So make sure if you're there on a weekend and you don't want to hear the noise, do not stay in a hotel downtown because it is party central only Friday and Saturday night though. Really? Um, Yeah. So that's really fun. And another fun thing that I found interesting is there is an app that people who are from Iceland have on their phone and they bump the app with another app another phone and it tells you how related you are because everyone in Iceland because they were an island that didn't let anyone in for so long they have some of the same bloodline and you want to make sure your bloodline goes back far enough that it doesn't matter so that's a really that was a really fun thing for me to learn it's kind of like a microcosm of my heritage or ancestry Stay away, stay away. <laughs> so if you're in a bar and you bump your phone with someone, it's like, darn, they they were so cute. But of course they look just like me. That's why they were cute. <laughs> oh dear. The trials and tribulations of living in a, in a, in a, yeah. a closed, closed another, system, I guess. <laughs> another fun thing um, we did, or I did when I was there is I rode what looks like a pony, but it's called an Icelandic horse. Um, mm-hmm. Icelandic horses have been around. They were brought over by Norwegians. Um, gosh, I, I don't know how many years ago, but a long time ago. And they are disease free. So if a horse ever leaves Iceland and goes someplace, it cannot come back. And no horses are allowed to come into Iceland. They are keeping it disease free. And, you know, I have to think now with COVID, it's almost like what we do, what we're doing with COVID. You know, if we're right. safe, we don't want anybody coming in and bringing that disease to us. Right. So um, that that was a pretty good correlation hmm. after I got there and COVID happened. If we were, if we were to go to Iceland, we'll say this fall, you know, yes. what can I expect in terms of quarantine? Uh, do I need vaccinations? You know, what's what's the drill on that? Do we know? Yeah, they are allowing people in without being quarantined um, if you have your if you're fully vaccinated. Okay. And you're you up to two weeks, you know, the, whatever the um, vaccine that you get, whatever they specify. So I've got people, interestingly enough, I have a couple going in June and oh. oh my gosh, we were so excited. They were going in June, they're doing a cruise and Friday morning, this one particular cruise line canceled their cruise, but Iceland is letting them in. The flights are still going the travel tour company that I'm doing some of the land tour with, they're still going, but this one cruise canceled. So I 
scrambled like I've never scrambled before. And I found another, actually a better cruise line um, that is leaving on the same day. And I was able to get them a place on that ship. I imagine everybody is doing that now, but I put their names down on the booking before they even said, yes, they wanted to go. (laughs) Everybody is going to be doing what I did. Once again, the value of a real travel expert in your yeah, corner. Right. right. Yeah. 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 You, you know, it, you, I was, I, I think I was more excited than they were. I was like devastated this happened to them because this was a second time that we had, that it had been canceled. Yeah. Um, and I was not going to let them not go. They were going <laughs> and they are. Yeah. No. Well, so that's far, excellent. I say anything can happen as we know, anything can happen any minute. Yeah. But now that we're all, Attune, we, we understand that, you know, we don't get so upset like we did back in March of 2020. All right. So we've got wildlife in the ponies. We've got wildlife in downtown Reykjavik uh, on right. Saturday, Saturday, Friday and Saturday nights. Um, what were some other highlights of Iceland? Well, the Blue, the Blue Lagoon is something that everybody knows about. It's a geothermal okay. spa. Um, it right. was man-made not natural, um, but it's beautiful and huge and just a great place to go and hang out. There's a wonderful restaurant there. It's about 15 minutes from the airport. So a lot of people go on their way to catch their 5 p.m. flight. They will go and spend the day in the uh, the spa before they go and fly home. Just It's just one of those things you, you tick off, one of the boxes you tick when you do Iceland. Yeah, you know, some people say, oh, we, we heard it was hokey. It's not hokey, it's beautiful. It's when you walk into the Blue Lagoon, you feel like with all the rocks around that you're on the moon. That's what the terrain looks like. Yeah. It's it's just rock for as far as you can see. And then you walk into this place and it's pool after pool after pool of natural uh, geothermal. I don't want to say natural because it, it was man-made, um, but it's this huge spa uh, that you can just lounge around and enjoy for hours. You know, it's funny. It's funny you mentioned it looks like the moon in places. Mm-hmm. I'm going to re- I'm going to reveal that I'm actually a Star Trek nut at heart. Oh, mm-hmm. and we were the last couple of episodes of Star Trek Discovery. Actually, it might have been the first couple in this season. Mm-hmm. Were filmed in Iceland. Oh, okay. Because you can you like you can just tell. Oh, that's Iceland. <laughs> they're right. They're by these hot springs. So it's it really goes to show like. It, it's so beautiful. It can be like an alien world. Well, guess what else was filmed in Iceland? What? My favorite, Game of Thrones. The oh, really? Wall. Yeah. Yes, that was filmed in Iceland. And I'm going to look down because I have to pronounce it. It's in uh, Mivatin. Lake Mivatin is where the north wall of the Game of Thrones was filmed. And you can take an entire tour of where the Game of Thrones was filmed. They have a tour for that. Oh wow! Oh well. Yeah. Yeah, that would entice a lot of people. There's, there's, there's only, there's only just a fan or two of Game of Thrones, right? Just. <laughs> I know. Well, I, I had to get out my encyclopedia to try to figure out where the, all the different worlds were. But once I yeah. figured it out, I enjoyed it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, Iceland sounds really, really intriguing. Um, you had mentioned earlier that when you were invited by Iceland Air, that you were there in January. Mm-hmm. Now, I know that Iceland is just basically a couple of degrees shy south of the uh, Arctic Circle. 
So mm-hmm. what do you recommend as the best time to visit Iceland? Is, is, there, well, is there a best time or? Yeah, you know, if you want to see the Northern Lights, um, right. September to April is when you are most likely to see the Northern Lights. Unfortunately, when I was there in January, um, it was cloudy, so we didn't get to see them. So you're, you're not guaranteed, of course, but that's the best time. Summer is definitely the most popular time because it's beautiful weather and right. that's when the tourist season goes. Um, I, I would say after being there in January, you can really go year round, just depends on what you're what your needs and what your wants are because when you get there. Right. Yeah. So not everybody's looking for 80, 90 degree weather. So. No, I'm, I'm a low crowd type traveler. So yeah. I will go in what I call the shoulders or, or what we call the shoulder seasons yeah. to avoid the large crowds. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Is there anything else about Iceland that uh, travelers should be aware of when they, when they're making plans to uh, choose a vacation for Iceland? You know, for us in the Oregon, Portland, Oregon area, it is only a seven and a half hour flight to get there. So it's an amazing short trip for us who, you know, have to go 11 hours to get to, say, Amsterdam. Um, it's just a great getaway for people. It's, it's yeah. easy to get to. Um, as I said before, Iceland Air allows you to stop over if you are going to Europe. So it's a great way to get over to Europe, stop for three or four or five or six, up to seven days they allow you to stop yeah. um, and see the country. It's a great add-on to any trip that you're going when you go over to Europe. Fantastic. Well, this has been great, Beth. Um, thank you. It has been great. I want to go now. I'm ready. I know. All right, Beth. Well, thank you very much. Uh, yeah, thank you. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. Yeah. Do you so just before we go, speaking of bucket list vacations, have you got anything on the go? What what do you have? What are your travel plans for this year and next? Well, um, I am I've got 80 people going to Europe with me in April of 2022. Those are our river cruises that we pushed off from 2020 to 2021, now 2022. Right. Um, a lot of my a lot of my um, agents that work for me, advisors, a lot of my advisors that work for me have trips planned. One is going to Croatia and Slovenia. She's taking a group. Maria Lindsay is taking a group. She's got 20 people in her group and she's leaving in September. So we're really excited about that because she can get into Croatia. Yeah. Um, Slovenia requires the vaccination. Croatia does not. They just require you to have a place to stay when you get there. Um, I will say this, that we have up-to-date information on where you can go, when you can go, and what the health requirements are. So if you're beating your head against the wall, call call us, call a travel expert, um, because this is what we do. We have these things at our fingertips. Yeah, this information at our fingertips. And it's it, it, it has been such a moving target the last, you know, the last 14 months. Um, and it's so gratifying now to see that it's starting to starting to open up again. And people are people have got the wanderlust itch and, oh my and, and want to get out there. They have the money because the market has done nothing but go up and they haven't gone anywhere. <laughs> yeah. so I have people saying, I want the longest cruise and I want the best suite. So if you want that longest cruise and best week, call today. Yeah. So, and speaking of that, I'm of the opinion, and you can tell me whether I'm right or wrong, that, you know, if you're thinking about doing this and you're thinking about doing this bucket list vacation, 
the best suite, the best cruise. You don't want to wait. No, you, you, well, you be won't be able to get that. Exactly. Because availability yeah. will be tight. Right. And then any, any um, cruise booking, the top suites are the first to go, believe yeah. it or not, not the lower rooms. And nobody wants that inside room yeah. anymore. Cause yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, Beth, it's been wonderful. Um, Thank you. Or to uh, hearing more about your future travels and we'll talk again soon. Great. Thanks, Ken. Thanks, Beth.